Okay, Torah Yudbeis. Lashon of Enu Zechron of the Bracha, which we already said was uh, several times uh, directly, not just uh, not not just transcribed and then uh, and and then written over, but actually from Rabbeinu's notes. Tehila David Aramimcha Elohai Hamelech Tehila David, and I will exalt Hakadosh Baruch Hu Vavarcha Shimcha Liyalamved. We'll come back at the end of the Torah to explain the implication of that pasuk and read in the Pnimius, which is not going to be today. Probably take I think about three weeks based on the length. And go forward. Okay. Aleph. Masha Anu, what page is this? Torah Bay is, but I guess, okay, I don't know. Masha Anu Royim, we see uh, in, in today's day, Sha'al Piwar, he's speaking, Sha'al Piharoiv Haloimdim, that many people, Tamid Chachan, Lamdonim, people that were, that, that seem to learn Gemara, Halacha, we'll see, Cholkim Ala Tzadikim. Now, we actually, two points. First of all, we already discussed earlier on in the Torah that uh, he 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 mentioned he mentioned earlier on the idea of the perception of tzaddikim who get into disputes. It's obviously somewhat of a controversial topic. We're going to see that this is not exactly what he was speaking about earlier. We're going to get into it. Two different types of either tzaddikim who are the shame shemayim and a perceived dispute by the people who are lower than them. You know, looking looking up at two clouds, both the shame shemayim, and they they kind of perceive through. Since when we get into fights with people and it's petty for us, so then we perceive as people who have a disagreement with shame shemayim as being petty. That's not what he's talking about over here, and we'll get to that distinction later. But nevertheless, um, oh, I should give a, just a brief introduction uh, to the Torah, which I which I generally do. Uh, it's printed in the bottom of uh, two of the versions that I have. We'll just go to Rechaim Kramer's notes in English. It's easier to take a look at. The Torah was actually given Shabbos Nachmu, uh, July 30th, 1803. So Shabbos after Tisha B'Av in 5563 in the Hebrew year. And interestingly, it's brought down that even though Rabbi Nachman talked about Nachmu, Nachmu, Ami, and he explained the connection when he was giving the Torah itself, but Apparently, he actually omitted the explanation uh, that, that that tied it in when the Torah Lashon Rabbeinu, when he actually wrote down the Torah. Um, and as we go through, one of the things that he points out is we're going to try to get out of the Torah what we can, that it includes certain concepts that are, I guess, a little more than usual, uh, abstract, lofty, talking about Yehudim and this and that. And he says that it's, it's, uh, it was known as a difficult Torah, that even several of the Brest of Hasidim would uh, not necessarily skip it, but kind of gloss over, do a quicker version. We're going to get through it what we can, but focus more on the things that we can take out of it, the things that we can, that we can understand. So going into that idea that that it was Shabbos Nachmun after Tishbab, he's talking about these disputes and seeing that, uh, seeing again, it's kind of very difficult when you see people fighting that from the outside, either they seem to be, if not tzaddikim, but seem to be people that are involved in learning and you don't know what to do with it. You don't, and, and on the other hand, we're going to ask another question that if Torah purifies itself, how could it be that people who are engaged in Torah, they seem to have the wrong motivation? It doesn't seem to be straightening them out. So how could it be that they're engaged in a dispute learning for the wrong reasons? Just like, wh- where do we end up with all this? Questions that really in contemporary times also people seem to be digging in in different reasons, but they're, you know, they're all walking around, they look like good from people and so forth, so how do we relate to it? So but jumping back into the Torah, we're going to say that it's actually by design. We're not going to get to all of that today. So again, we see many people that seem to be Talmide Chachamim. And a lot of this was taking place. Really, there were two things going on. There were certain perceptions of controversy that Rabbi Nachman was dealing with among the Hasidim, that, that people really were the Shem Shemaim wanting different things. And then there was certain Hisnagdas to Hasidis in general, especially in the wake of Shabtai Tzvi. Um, and again, certain Lashem Shemaim, we will point out even in the notes, he says that we're not Hasvashalim talking about certain you know, discussions between you know, the Gra versus the Talmidim. There were people that were the Shem Shemaim, and even though there was to the Talmidei Chachamim, there were Tzaddikim, Gemurim, we're not talking about that, but on the other hand, we do see people that were in the name of Frumkite, you know, they they, they seem to be uh, coming very negative. So we see these Rov Halomdim, these people that seem to be learning, Cholkim ala Tzaddikim. Nevertheless, they seem to be fighting against Tzaddikim, V'doivrim al HaTzadik Asak. And that lushin is actually—it's coming from. Uh, just pulled it to hill in the pasuk so that we can see it. Uh, that we can see it actually. Um, the pasuk is in capital thirty-one, Lamad Aleph Tess. Um, but it, uh, the the actual pasuk goes over here. Uh, what was I going to see? Neshi. 
Um, okay, I can't find I can't find it right this second, but it's that, that's where it is. Oh, there it is. Te'alamna sifse sheker ha'doivreis al tzaddik asak begava v'voz. So it's David HaMelech is talking about people who are coming against him. So he says, doivrim al tzaddik asak. There are people that are speaking against the tzaddik with arrogance and 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 yidufim and profane and sheker gaiva v'voz and disgrace. So all all, all all the good stuff. And it's tamua. It's it doesn't seem to make sense because they're learning zemuchulin gadol me'ez Hashem yizbarach. It seems counterintuitive. And nevertheless, he says that this is actually all by design. We he we say that we're different reasons of person learn, learning for their own purposes. We've already dis- de- addressed last week. They talked about in Tariyud Aleph. We referenced Tariyud, the difference between Kvayd Hashem and Kvayd Malachim. And last time we even talked about when a person instead of instead of learning Torah, trying to find themselves within the infinite, what they do is they take Hakadosh Baruch Hu's words and then they try to plug them into their point of view. It's not that they're raising themselves up, but they're actually misgashim and misgashlech. They take the words of Torah and they they essentially use the outer words of Torah, the shell of Rosh Hashem, the the, the the words of Torah. And when they they plug them in and they articulate it through their own eyes, their own subjectivity, they're actually taking it and almost almost being misgashim the words of Torah. So the people that are going to be learning for the wrong reasons, um, but nevertheless, there's this there's this other question which we'll come back around to. So it's really just setting the groundwork, and then as we fly flesh out the Torah, we'll talk about a lot of these concepts, is that it seems counterintuitive because the Torah itself, where do you find that line where people that are not holding their will learn Torah in the Torah will turn a person around, right? I think uh, famously somebody asked Rav Steinman what Balai Tshuva should learn, you know, he thinks that there's certain things that are very inspiring, they said they should learn Shosh Nagasapara, learn Bava Metzia, learn, learn Gemara, learn Bavli, and the, the Torah itself will turn them around, and on the other hand, we see the, another side of this where people learn Torah, and if anything, it seems to be like taking the energy taking the water and applying it to weeds and just the weeds grow. So why is it that sometimes we say that the Torah changes a person from inside out and on the other hand, sometimes it um, it seems to have the opposite effect. So he says, and we're ha- going to have to explain why the tzaddikim are going to have to deal with this opposition, not just opposition, but coming from people that are doing it in the name of, of Frumkai and religion, the people that seem to be learners, and what, what the purpose of that is in terms of the ultimate tikkun. There are tamidachamim who are bechinas yakov, velavan, Okay, there, there were, and we're going to have to explain what this means. But again, we're talking about people on the outside who seem to be, who seem to be Talmidei Chachamim. Yaakov, who at Tzadik, Hamachadesh Chidushin Doraisa. Yaakov is a Tzadik who is Machadesh Chidushim. The Rabbi Kramer brings in the notes. Either we're talking about Chidushim, new concepts in Torah, being able to to flesh it out. Now, even though we know that all of the Torah, Torah Shabbat, Sav Torah Shabbat, was given on Sinai, but Moshe Rabbeinu, a lot of what we have the Chidushim is because we're more distant, either either finding the sources in the Torah, we're explaining how a halacha is linked back. The Chidushim that when Moshe Rabbeinu had this clear perception, everything was just straight in front of his face, there was, almost wasn't the need to find certain innovative ways, certain chidushim, certain applications, certain new things that we find, because he just had the ultimate clarity. So when we say a chidush, we're not talking about something that wasn't really inherent in the Torah itself. It's something that was there, but as as things developed, there was a need either to tie it back or to flesh out. Shivan panam Latira, it's like blowing on a coal, and the, the, the flame comes out, and it's able to, to get to get more. Alternative, Rabbi Kramer over here also brings generate, uh, learning with his chadshus, that never feeling old about the Torah, being able to constantly go deeper and deeper and find new meaning and have it resonate more and more. This is, right, so that's that's one that's one getter of of of, of, a, of the way a person learns. So Yaakov is a tzaddik who's mechadesh lishma. Lishma has different implications, whatever they are. Over here, it brings a zayar who says uh, that what is a person who's who's learning lishma says lishma is l'shem Hashem the l'shem hey. What would the hey be? It's the last hey of the yud k vav k, which is like the shechina. Is and it brings over here v'natrin pikuda. Uh, the inon that the way that he's learning, he's he's being shamer the mitzvahs. Uh, the inon tayeg mitzvahs the tayeg mishem yud kevav ke keinven baas b'sta astakla like an eshkol tough as a shin. In order, the same way that the 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 grapes can hang off a vine, it's like these mitzvahs are tolly in the shem hashem. Kdei liyach the b'hon l'shem yud ke b'shchina that in order to bring yichudim, in order to bring the the way that he that he again, what does this mean? We don't know exactly, but the way that he that he learns is going to be l'shma. 
Torah in order to cause Yehudim. We know that the last K is Malchus. What, what does it mean, Malchus? It means, again, when the, Malchus doesn't have any chef of itself. It's Lais the Garmei Klum. It's like when there's a manifestation, when you bring HaKadosh Baruch Hu into the Bria, and you're able to see the Bria reflecting Hashem. When a person engages in mitzvahs, he engages in Ratzon Hashem. It's like he brings the world back into a Yichud, into a reflection that everything is coming from Hashem. That that's when a person is misyached the same way with his bazugo, and it brings out zera ma'ula, it brings out good zera. But again, with the entire world is structured in terms of this giver and recipient type of a dynamic, where when a person has his his misayir things, he 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 doesn't act, and that causes a corresponding shefer from Hashem. He does a mitzvah, Hashem responds, it causes yichudim in the bria, and then it it causes an outgrowth of that. So we'll see. Again, we'll try to make it as practical as we can. So he says, there's two types of people that learn. There are people like Yaakov. There are people that learn Lishma. Again, different implications of Lishma. The, the, the Nafesh Chaim has one way of presenting it. The Tanya perhaps has a different way of presenting it. And this person is doing it for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And the good that he's going to get is not in the here and now. He'll ultimately he'll ultimately see the, the benefit, the schar later on. We actually spoke earlier about uh, Nikra schar, Nikra, uh, Shilam schar is Nikra B'Shem Navi. It was in Taira Hay in Ice Bays. It says, Rashi Tevis of Navi, Yavai Berina Naisei Lumai of that it's it's nirmas that he's going to collect later on over there we said that there's even a higher level a person who's not doing it for schar even spiritual schar he literally just wants to like revel in the mitzvah itself he wants to be engaged in in that itself and we spoke about you know that that he's going to have certain benefits and certain attachment in the here and now not just the schar later on but in any event over here there's this certain lishma the of an end. That's how he relates to Tyra. That's how he relates to Avoda. Now it could be that he'll get the peros of that. A person, a person is going to live a better oilam hazeh if they're living rotz and Hashem. But nevertheless, the schar and the actual attachment and the benefit, the schar that they're going to end up with the mitzvahs in a certain sense is going to be later on when he's going to be out of his guf body and out of oilam hazedek world, and he's going to he's going to be able to bask in the Ar of Hashem and so forth. The lavan who bechinas tamid shadehu. Lavan is relating to it differently. Lavan is a uh, he says. Coming off of a, um, uh, the Baal Shem Tov says a lashon of Shedin Yehudan Shetorasan Mehasafa Velachutz Kedayeg Veachitayfal. Lavan is not relating to the pnimius of the Torah to the Lishma to something that he can't fully relate to now in this physical body. Lavan is the opposite. It's like we said last time that a person who learns so that he's misgashim, he almost makes physical in a certain sense the words of Torah. So uh, th- this other is Shed Yehudai is coming off of. We're not going to go through Mizrach and Pinchas. This is different types of you know what's a Shed Yehudi and a shade of Ovid Kachavim, whatever it is. But the, what, what Lovin is doing is he's from the lips and outwards. In other words, it's not that he's trying to relate at the core to the Torah from within, but he's really speaking of very this-worldly considerations. He wants covered, he wants gaiva, he wants to sound smart at best, at worst, even worse. He's coming Lakanta to fight, to use the Torah in order to be able to fight back against Almide Kachavim. So he's really relating to the Torah in a very this-worldly sense. He's taking something that has the possibility of a tremendous amount of panemius and surface deep just from the point of view of, of his lips for this worldly considerations he's not trying to come to relate to the Torah, to relate to his own panemius and to his own neshama, something that he can't even necessarily feel from the outside, but it's almost the opposite. He's taking something that has that potential, and he's really relating to it only in an outward and a physical sense. And therefore, it's as if he's makabal the Torah itself from a shade Yehudi. Again, there's a Zayar, it says, Yitzhahari Yehu, shade Yehudi, but it's it's not the, in an Averis, and he's taking, in a certain way, it's even more warped. He's taking things that have this possibility of Kedusha, and he's being makabal them, but it's like the other side of that. It's uh, we call it a shade Yehudi. We'll leave it for now. I don't, I don't want to get too deep into it. So there's these two different ways of relating to the Torah, but the source of where he's almost like relating to it at, the point the point of contact that he has with it is this is in this like negative context. Because he's learning the Torah in order to build himself up, to build his own covet up. Is this worldly, to get covet or and even to fight back, to be mevayesh, to be mevaza tzadikim in this world and to show that he's better than them. Now, you're as Gaiva. It's the same word. 
yeah, so yeah, so, so he says, and he points out Rabbi, Rabbi Kramer also points out that the that the different the point the problem is not a person that asks questions. It's not that a person his bathos doesn't mean not asking questions. If anything, by the seder, one of the you know a lot of the Torah always talks about that the question of the chacham and the rasha seems so similar, but it's being meduyik and how they're asking the question, whether it's a question to learn or it's 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 a question to challenge, right? It's like you know the famous story about I forget the story is told about different people. So I don't know who you know. Are you asking kashis or are you giving terutzim? In other words, are your questions excuses? Are you coming at it as a challenge or are you asking questions? We have no problem. The night that where we were born as a nation is the night of questions that the tinaika should ask and all of that. But there's a difference between a question when you already have the answer and you're coming at it as a challenge, and therefore the way that he's coming at it is it from a an outward from an outward sense it's not uh it, it's not positive the the kutay alachas talks about uh, he says that the Iker Hiskabras of the Yitzhara is actually Aide Machlaikas. The real Yitzhara is not coming just Stam. He doesn't say exactly like this, but I'm going to adapt it a little. The, the, the Iker Yitzhara is not is not coming at it in order to just like base level course taivas. That's one level of Yitzhara, and it's hard and takes you away from Taira. To where the Yitzhara, the much stronger Yitzhara, really undermines something that's tremendously positive and tremendously powerful, like we saw last week. What's the worst Gaiva where you act outwardly like an Anna? Of really because you want the cover. That's much worse than just doing guy in the wrong direction because you're you're rotting it away from within. One of the four people, the the four the four uh, the, the the four groups that are not makabel pnei is late sonim. A late doesn't mean sitting around and telling dirty jokes. A late means taking something like the mesilas yisrael brings. It's like a greased shield. You're taking something very positive and you're like diverting it. A late was kairach had, had no you know kairach was somebody who didn't just make fun. He took and he he said. Said, well, if the whole idea of tzitzis is the treles to give you a reminder, why should you need tzitzis on a talis that's kulo treles, right? If you, if you have a mezuzah, it talks about a room full of sfarim. It's, it's taking this nakuda and almost like teasing out, you know, if A to B to C, then really you're undermining, you take people through a loop of reasoning and you use, you, you use the the, the positive itself to kind of divert people's attention and make it lose its power and lose its meaning. And therefore, the Yitzhahara, the most worst Kind, the most powerful type of Yitzhar that can really undermine and, and cause this tzaddikim is causing machlaikas from people outwardly who are le- who, who are learning. And especially when people look at them from the outside, first of all, it causes adversity with the tzaddikim itself. And second of all, the people that are looking from the outside, very often you see by the miraglim, you see by a lot of power, very positive people were, I'm going to say fooled, but they were drawn after the wrong side. It, it, it literally like puts people on shaky ground. It, it's, it, it's hard enough when powerful let's say rich or wealthy or popular people are going against Sadiqim when they both seem to be Talmidei Chachamim and you're not necessarily holding on the level even to distinguish it can it can cause you to lose your footing V'tamad Chacham Kozeh and a Talmud Chacham a Talmud Chacham like this the uh, the uh, who's really who's really a a, a a Russia. We're not again. We're not talking about we're not talking about tzaddikim. We're talking about tamid chacham that are coming at it. They know a lot. They know gemara. They know halacha. But their reason for learning, their underlying motivation. We say we've, we've said before. Even in terms of words, if I say thanks or I say. Thanks. Right? It's a two totally different statements. One is sarcastic. The way the kavana behind the the kavana behind why you do something can define the action itself. So there's something different about their about their learning itself. Not just on that they have a different approach. This type of a tamad chacham is actually a nevela. Oh, sorry, Nevela Toiva Himenu. This type of a person that's learning for the wrong reasons, actually, a Nevela is even better, uh, is even better than him. The, uh, interestingly, the, the, he brings over here, by Kramer brings in the notes that Nevela, Naval, there was three people, Naval, Bilam, and Lavan, Nun Beis Lamad, that each of them came to, to kind of challenge. Bilam was challenging Moshe, and Lavan was coming to undermine Yaakov, and Naval against David. If, if you look at, I mean, the Panemius, you know, it gets very technical, but it really, this it, it Shines out from every from every aspect of Tyra. So this novel, this novella represents, and a novella is the rotten carcass of something. You could have a an 
animal which has life, and then the rotting, the, the, the carcass of that thing, it wasn't shechted properly, and now it could have it could have gone to feed tzaddikim and so forth. Now the nevela it has a certain level of toma. This chacham is even worse because the nevela, what's the gap? The gap is between a healthy animal and uh, you know, or an animal that could have been shechted that could have been good, and now it's just like a carcass that has toma. This person is learning tyra, so his potential for positive was much greater, and his depths is much worse. So he ends up being if an nevela represents the contrast between something that could have been productive and now it became something that's just you know unproductive so this person the gap between where he could have been learning Torah for the right reasons and where he ends up is even greater than a nevela in the marketplace vizeya dua she'enoi nikra period vizeya dua she'enoi nikra tamachacham alidei tarash pap. So he's going to bring, first of all, that, uh, so we've set up this dynamic so far, which is something that's very difficult for all of us to watch. It's something we have to deal with. It's so many people that seem on the outward to be learning and to be Talmidei Chachamim seem to be going against a tzaddik. He says that it's going to be by design. We haven't explained yet why. And he explains, or at least we've laid the groundwork to ask the question, why is it that the Torah doesn't change them? And it's because they're actually fundamentally relating to the Torah differently what they're learning in a certain speak is a shade Yehudi. They're learning almost like the Sitra Achra, the negative aspect, like almost the physical shell of Torah. That's how they're relating to it. And we're going we're gonna to speak it out more. So now, just to take a step back, this idea of what a Tamar Chacham is, is who a Tamar Chacham is, is through learning specifically Torah Shabbat Peh. And we'll see why it's important as we flow. The idea of the Gedarim of who we're talking about is somebody who's specifically learned in Torah Shabbat Pes specifically. The Gemara, Halacha. Right? He's very he's very strong. This is not the first time we've had this this idea about learning halacha and paiskim, that that's really the end, not just stopping Gemara, very a big hakpada in terms of fleshing it out, in terms of halacha lamaisa, in terms of in terms of the birurim and in Tairaches, he mentioned uh the Kozman Shain Vavara Halacha, it's Mariv Taivara, that as as long as a person they have the shackle of Atari, they have the pieces, but until you flesh it out, and then you learn it out into what the actual practical implication to have Malchus in this world. To flesh it out into how it reflects back Ratz and Hashem until you flesh out the halacha, it's ma'urav. It has the power of Torah, but it could go very negative until you flesh out its taivara, it's until you clarify the positive, how you're supposed to engage. You could end up with a very twisted a twisted notion of what the halacha is, something that could be yesi surah kares because you learned the sugya wrong and because you weren't paying attention, right? The Gemara itself says we had in Chagiga that there are certain sugyas that you shouldn't learn with, 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 with two Talmidim or three Talmidim because when one person is listening, the other person is not paying attention, and when it comes to Isure Kares, he could end up having tremendous amount of kilkel. So he says, a person who's a Bucky Begemar Poskim, that's where we're, that the level of where we call a person a Talmud Chacham is when they learn not just in Torah Sav, but specifically somebody who's engaged in Torah Shabbal Pak, Gemara and Halacha. And when they learn without Das or without the appropriate Das, with, you know, without doing and their Kavana is really for Mamain or Kavid, Nikra, Lavan. They're going to be called Lavan. Right, the 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 Kutei Alachas Rabbi Nassim brings that the Torah is not miskayim ala b'misha memis atzmo aleha. So one way that we talk about that is that uh, it says Adam kiyamis ba'ol. It's a drush. It's really coming from brachas. But one way to learn that is mesiris nefesh. But it's more than a mesiris nefesh. A person who's memis atzmo means he's taking he he's meiser nefesh. It's a level of his batlus. So again, where is the Torah miskayim? This is going towards the question why the Torah is not changing the person. The Torah stands on its own and it's kayim as its own. Entity, when a person stells to it, he puts himself aside, his own subjectivities aside, and he plugs into the Taira through his individualized avoda. He has certain strengths and weaknesses to utilize, but at least his own personal considerations he puts aside. His mamus atzmo, he puts that aside. That's where the Taira is niskayim. When the person is using the Taira in the reverse, not only doesn't he put himself aside, not only is he you know learning the base medrash and then he he doesn't do it in his own personal life, but he's learning in order to strengthen that sense of covet. That sense of gaiva 
So then the Torah itself is not going to be Niskayim as it's as the Torah itself. And therefore, he's going to be Nikra Lavan. He's a, he's a Ramai. Al-Shem Armimius Shenichnaz Bai. And I, 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 right, like, like we mentioned before, that the worst type of, the worst type of, uh, of Anava, the, the worst type of Gaiva, you could say, is the Anava L'Shem Gaiva. He's taking this, the pieces, the right pieces, and he's applying them wrong. He's twisting them so that not only is it not coming out positive, it's coming out negative. He's a, he, he's a Ramai. And because of the 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 Torah, the pieces are there, but because he twists it, so therefore he's going to be sone. He's going to hate. Right? Who are the people that most really? I mean, you see sometimes the not from Jews end up being much worse to the to the from Jews than than even the Goyim sometimes. Right? The people that, that they resent them, the people, and they do it in the name of from kite. You know, uh, they, this is the real. This is really what God wants. The people that are the Ramai, the people that are attaching to the Torah but in a twisted way. Those are the people that really hate the tzaddikim. They really have the resentment. They're really out to get them. And we're going to see that they're even rode if they chase the tzaddikim. Now, we've been discussing this really until now in terms of the tzaddik, what we'll call the this-worldly tzaddik, the person who's learning, the person that represents Tyra. We're going to get one level deeper now and talk about the, the tzaddik elyon and tzaddik tachton and what exactly is going on because... Our reality that we live in has multiple levels. Has multiple levels anyway. Even even when we talk about a zivug in this world between a man and a a, a man and a woman. And that they're able to have children. We've spoken that really this is corresponding to the way the world works. There's also zivugim and yichudim up above in terms of a, a noisin and a makabel and things that come uh, thing come come out of that uh, dynamic. So he says this person is a rodef tzadikim tzadik elyon who v'tzadik tachdon. We'll see what those are. Kishchinta ben train tzadikaya yasva. The shechina rests. What what gives a makom for the shechina to be manifest in this world is this dynamic between the tzadik elyon and tzadik taton. Kemosha kasev bezayar tzadikim yirshu eretz tzadikim inherit the land. Tzadikim is plural. Two tzadikim yirshu eretz eretz is uh, sometimes we have term associations of terms. Eretz is a lashon of shechina. Where is the Yershu is between the Tzadikim and the Eretz? The Shechina sits between the Tzadikim Tremashma. Tzadikim is two, and Eretz is Eretz is Malchus, and therefore what brings it Shnei Tzadikim Elu Tzadik. So who are these two Tzadikim? What is it that brings the Shechina into this world? We have the Tzadik Elyon, the Tzadik Smechadesh. Who brought the Torah? We have the Psukim. We're not talking about Torah Shabbat. We're focused on the on the Torah Shabbat Pe Shabbat, which was also given on Sinai. Who brought that out, right? We have tefillin. What are tefillin? I really have no idea what tefillin are in the Psukim. Who brought out the halacha? Who brought out how the how the how the Torah is going to be kept and reflected and manifested in this world? Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Yehuda, the Tzadik Elyon, the, the Tzadikim, the Tanoim, uh, and we'll, it's not going to be clear. He's going to mention the Tanoim, but in general, a person who's Machadish. But in this context, it's Chazal, the Tzadikim Elyon, who in this world, they brought out, they were the embodiment of Tyra. Right, Malikras, Svarahu, a person who's really, who's really holding there and they're, they're totally in Zvatel to Taira. They, they don't even need to be in, uh, have a Pusik necessarily as a Raya. The Gemara will say, why do I need a Pusik? It's a Svarah. It's coming from within. If they have such a clarity of thought and perception that they'll be in touch with their Neshama with the Taira, they'll know it. The Tzadik Elyon is the one that brought out the Taira. They, they fleshed it out. The Tzadik Tachton is me and you who now learn their words. So between the ones that brought the Tyra into this world, the ideas themselves and and what Tyra is into this world and us who are going and continuing learning them, that causes that though between those two things, as we learn Tyra, so that causes that the Shechina is going to be in this world. The world is going to be reflecting back Tyra. It's going to, we're going to be showing Ratz and Hashem when me and you are sitting learning and ultimately do the mitzvahs also, but when we're sitting here and we're learning with the, the Tyra that was brought out into the world, that is closing the circuit and it's allowing the Shechina to be brought into the world right now. The one that brought Tyra into the world was that Tzadik Elia. Well, Tyra was given by Moshe, but we have that's our, our the way that we have it is in Tyra Shabbat Pat. And Chazal in the Mishnah and Gemara is that Tzadik Elyon v'Tzadik Tachton Zeshalaymed Hachidushim. Now we're gonna have to see what this is. Now between them is where the Shechina is. The Torah Shabbal Peh Hainu Shechintei. The Torah Shabbal Peh is associated with Shechina, which again is the the the, the Psukim are are are, are Tyra. Those those are Psukim. 
right? The, there's a Zeran pin, that's the Vak, the Shechina, the, the Malchus, the reflection, how it is, even in practical terms, like I said, you would know what the 39 Malachas are, you would know how to keep Shabbos. The way that in the Bria we can have a manifestation, the way that we see that the Torah come out is through Torah Shabal Peh. Kamoshakasav Malchus Peh, the Torah Shabal Peh, Karinan Law. Again, these are terms that Malchus, we, we don't go through it every time, but Malchus in terms of the Sphira, uh, in, in terms of the, uh, the, the Partsuv, the, the, there's Malchus is associated with Peh, which brings out like the Machshav and so forth, and Teresh about Peh. All of these things are associated with the Shechina. Now, this gives a new... We'll see in a second. When a, the person who is really a Tamil Chacham Sheid Yehudi, the person who's using these words, he's speaking, he's articulating the words and the ideas of these Tanayim, and yet he's relating to them in a totally selfish, external way. He's not coming and trying to articulate the words and bring them into the Bria so that we can learn and be Mechadesh and apply to today's times and plug ourselves into Chazal's thought process. He takes the Gemara and he plugs, how could they have done this? Why is it like this? He's taking the Gemara and he's just plugging it into his own self and his own selfish notions and his own worldview and his own safamilachots and even worse than that he goes and he's doing it to his own agenda so now what happens is is zen nikra golos hashchina the shchina instead of instead of the shchina being bimkaima and resting in this world and being brought out between the two tzaddikim the shchina in a certain sense, is kind of there, right? Because you have these words that are being spoken, but it's not shaira. It's not that the, we're creating a makom where you can have a reflection of godliness. But what we're doing is that the shechina is in galus, right? Vi'az yesh loy pet. So he says that when the shechina is in galus in this tamal chacham sheid yehudi yesh loy pet ledaber al tzadik asak. Now, if we, if, if just just to remember, so we said that the it's as if the Torah itself is in this gashem. It's not acting in its true self. And we said earlier on, really in Torah Yid Aleph. So it's from last the Torah. We actually brought uh, a gemara mice in the gemara of Levi Barsisa that when they when he was in a place where he felt a little gaiva, they put him on some sort of a pedestal. He wasn't even able to give shear. He wasn't even. We said that when a person has gaiva, it's a bechina of avodas kachavim and kituse mechdashiure. Let's say you have something that's avodazara, a shayfer of avodazara. Now a shayfer has a shear. Are you allowed to use a shayfer of avodazara? So we said, well, since the avodazara is destined to be burnt, so then you don't really have a shayfer over here. What it is, it's just it's, it's as if it's already burnt. It's a lot of particles, but it's not held together. You don't have a shear. So you, we, what we said over here also is that so if peh words diburim are literally literally a manifestation of the shechina. And the person who's using these words almost in a vodazaradic sense, it's as if he has no mouth. He doesn't have the words. So what is this energy? He has words. He's able to speak. You know how that comes out? It comes out as also in its like warped form. It's not true diburim. It's not true pet. It's not true malchus. It comes out as being antagonistic and trying to undermine tzaddikim and true talmidei chachamim. A true Talmidei Chachamim. That's how they're able to double a tzaddik asak or gaiva vavuz. That's how that's how it comes out. And they and they don't see the not he's a shade Yehudi. Rabbi Nassim says Talmud Chacham because I was shade Yehudi veino roa emes nasa stone vacholik al tzaddik emes. Where's the line between where it's on? You know, it's like uh, I think we've mentioned before. I heard b'shem the chazanish. A lot of people end up in the wrong direction. Don't make a lot of wrong decisions. They make one wrong decision and then they just double down and dig down and they go down that path. As this person is learning Torah towards his own efforts, he. He doesn't even necessarily see where he went wrong. He's just continuing on this on this path and this self-interested view and continuing and continuing to reinforce his own his own worldview. Revolbe in the introduction that we went through talks about the different ways of learning a Gadita that people they, they they build like a legal brief. You know, they take various statements of Chazal out of context in order to like put together their point. You could have probably have two legal briefs that are both written towards to totally opposite agendas that are both using the same cases to support them if they put together the right lines out of context. And that's mamish how they read it, right? So he says, Viter. So now we saw that the, that these people are coming against the tzaddik tachton, the lower tzaddik. What about uh, what about the next step? So we're going to see that they're also rodev tzaddik elyon, and now we're going to explain how this. Uh, we saw also we're going to explain exactly how this dynamic works. 
Okay. A person learns for the right reasons, and he comes again, he goes through, he has the Psukim, he has the Drushes, he has the Mishnayas, he has the Gemara, he learns the uh, Torah, Beis Yosef, Mishnaburu, whatever it is, and he comes out, this is how the Torah uh, uh, relates to our world. Either the Tan and Chazal or a Tzadik Acher, so one of the earlier Paiskim, the Rishayim, the Acharonim, who knows, he doesn't seem to be specific. So this idea of Neshikin, he quotes over here on the bottom the Arizal from the Eitz Chaim, who again says that the idea that there's different types of Zivugim, there's the Zivig Elyon in a Ruchnistic sense, which is called Neshikin. Neshikin, we're going to see it's a kiss where two, you have two people, but what's represented by the what's represented by the mouth? The mouth is really the nose also, but we've had that before, but the mouth is where there's breath. With breath, we said Ruach Ruach is chius, right? The, the, uh, we said, Iker Ruach HaChayim Hu Betayra, when we really relate truly to a person's life force, if their life is, if there's batlas the Taira, then we're, we're going to see that their chius is the Taira itself. But the idea of Neshika in its truest, in its truest form, Yishakeni Meneshika is pihu. In a physical sense, we say, why is it that Shlomi HaMelech is like, you know, making physical and talking about this idea in the Taira, but in its core sense, what a Neshika is, is you take two people where they're Mouth is their vehicle of the source of life, of breath, of of words, of their machshava. This is the source of where they're at. And when you take two people and those connect, it causes the ultimate yichud. It's these two people getting together where there's almost this combination, this yichud, this joining at their at, at their source of life itself. That has also a reflection in our world of of a nashika. But this ziva called nashikin is is at the at the highest at the highest things. In fact, ava I think is ava's. Uh, Aleph and Hay is six, Bez is two is eight, and Hay is thirteen. Yachad also, a Yichud, Yud and Ches and Dal is twelve uh no, is Echad, sorry. Echad. Ches and Aleph is nine and Dal is four is thirteen. Right? Ava and Echad is the same gematria. The idea of two things coming together, totally joining, is really a bechin of a Yichud. Zenas a bechinas. That's where the two people's breath, but two people's life force really come together. This it's Nashika. The Dibur of the Tana, the words of the Tana, the breath, the chius of the Tana, if he is totally a living embodiment of Taira, right? We we said the uh I mentioned in, in Torah Ches, that's the Lushan over here it says, That's really the source of life in this world. But Surah Yisrael it's where it all comes together. So the life force of this Tana, his life, his thoughts where it came out, is the Torah itself. The life, the Chiyos, is, is, is the speech. And so it's the same. So that comes, the chiyus the of the tzaddik is coming from the Torah Shabal Peh. That's where his chiyus is. He becomes a manifestation. He's bringing out, he's fleshing out. He's a living embodiment of Torah, right? The people are are are, are, are uh, fools that stand up for a written Sefer Torah and not for a tzaddik. When we say is according to, in the Gemara is Aliba, it's on their lave. That's who they are. The Aretz, we said, is Shechina, Shechina is Torah Shabbat Peh, Nefesh Chaya. The Torah is what is this life. The Torah represents itself in Rabbi Akiva. They, they are the embodiment of Torah. So that when the Tana comes and he speaks out a Chiddush, he speaks out something, an element of Torah that becomes his. The, the word itself is the Torah that, that he brought out. Beforehand, we didn't have a relationship with this idea. Again, it might have been like a call that wasn't yet blown on. It was all given at Sinai. It was all part of the Torah. But this idea was not yet come. These words of the time, Kimosha Motsa, that's where the Torah Shabbat came from. Kimosha Kosov, Nefesh Chaya, that the Torah Shabbat will bring out this life. It all comes together. It, it comes out in the Tanaz Chiyas, in his words. Okay? We're going to see. Nimza Achshav, this gives a whole new depth. Again, really, every Torah stands on its own. But, okay, it, it's hard to not know things we did. We, we spoke out last Torah. The idea that when a person articulates words of Torah, it will show him how to get closer to a Kaddish Baruch Hu and Tshuva. 
Okay, that's what we were talking about last week. This gives a whole new, so why can't I just have it in machshava? This gives a whole new discussion about the idea of why should I articulate words of Torah? Yes, I have a capacity called machshava, but when I speak words of Torah, the, when I have the breath, when I'm speaking out the words of the chiyos of this Tana, his life is represented in his words in the, in the Torah Shabbat Pedra, he was machadish. Right now, until he says it again, it's on a piece of paper. When I go and I speak out, Amar Rabbi Akiva, Amar Abaye, Amar Rava, and I speak that out, Abaye, the, that, is, that idea is now coming out through my breath. That's why you have to speak out words of Torah. It's a totally new idea, right? And now, I articulate those words. Now the life, what was his life? What's Rabbi Akiva's life? It's in the Gemara. It's Amar Rabbi Akiva. That's his life. That life is now coming out of my mouth. It's the same words. It's the same chiyus. Rabbi Akiva's life is now coming out of my mouth. It's a joining. It's an ashika. There's a yichud over there. Through the spoken word, when you're now speaking words, okay, you could say, uh, you know, if you're listening to somebody else speaking, so Shmiya Kadibar, but when, when you're now speaking words of Torah, it's not me speaking, it's Amr Rabbi Akiva. These ideas are him speaking out, they're coming in my breath. He's alive now because his life is, that's what his life was. This is a totally new understanding why there should be a hakpada, not just for our own reasons, because if I speak out words of Torah, it'll tell me how to do tshuva and I want to do it. I'm literally creating a makam for the shechina to be shaira. I'm literally creating, he's alive now. Rabbi Akiva is alive. Rabbi Nachman of Breslau, we're talking about it, is alive now. As we're speaking the words that he wrote, Lashon Rabbeinu, he's alive now. The words are being spoken. What's the difference? It's coming out through his mouth, my mouth. They're tzaddik elyon, and we're, I would say we're tzaddik tachtom, we're going to see any adam kasher, hopefully we're adam kasher, anybody that speaks out these words that brings out this idea is literally a tzaddik elyon and tzaddik tachtom, creating a yichud and it's a makom for the shechina to be shayra. Nimtza. Kishaloyim dim ezalach hashachid shutanoyim. Now we're going to see in a second, he's going to bring up, he's going to say, and this even applies if the Tana is, has already passed on from this world, which means if he has to bring that out, we're not, we're taught, he's framing it in terms of Tanayim, but it could be even Tzadikim who are alive. Yeah, a person who said something last week, and now you're going to say something, right? And you're learning their Torah, so this applies as well. Otherwise, he wouldn't have to take a step forward and say, and this even applies to people that have passed on. When he was speaking, all the Tanaim had passed on. Right? So he said, we'll see. So he says, Abel Chacham Shade Yehudi, a person who's learning in a self-serving way. made Gemar. He doesn't have his batlas to the process. He's not taking himself out of the picture and speaking the words of the Tana and the words of Tyra. made Gemara Psak Din. Kosov, of like a Eter, but like I, I, I in tough rage, like Ashiras, like profuse, extra, the fat, the chayla. He says, Anatoros is disgusting this. It's not welcome. It's extra. Anatoros neshikai soinei. It's unwelcome. We don't want those type of nashikos. The Tana doesn't want that his, his words, because they're not really his words. They might be misafa vilachots, they might be the out, the words themselves, but if a person is learning words in order to support himself, that's not a yichud that this Tana wants. That's not a person, right? It's like, uh, I think this has been quoted, I think I heard it from the Hassam Seifer say, and I heard it from the shame of Usher also, and they might have both said it, except, you know, the Rav Usher was saying, you know, that somebody told him that somebody else is saying your chidushim in their name, right? So he said, it's fine if they say my chidushim in their name, just don't, I don't want them to say their chidushim in my name, right? So, so a person who's batless, it's not my tyra. It's not, who says that it's mine to say? If, if what I'm saying is MS, so then it's a zechus that I am zoicha, that our Kaddish Baruch Hu allowed me to say the MS to bring it into the world, but it doesn't belong to me. If, if I'm teaching Lahavdil, I tell you that two plus two is four. It's not really my chiddush. Maybe I had a zechus to be able to enlighten you as to the MS, but that this truth stands on its own. The truth is, the truth is godliness. It's the way that HaKadosh Baruch Hu built the world, whatever it is. There's a reality to what, what, what the words are, aside from the fact that I said it. That's when a person has his battles to the Torah. 
Okay, when a person, okay, you, uh, everything is ben adam. Every, again, everybody doesn't take away the idea of individualized avoda. But that's that, that's that, that when a person takes the Torah and he's building himself up, that's not other mamis ba'ayel. So he says, "Aval tamil chacham sheid yehudi shaloimid gemaro psakdin olav akasim that Torah neshik asayni kiatana eno yachal lizbal." The Tana can't tolerate ruchal shel tamil chacham sheid yehudin. This is not what the Tana wants. He's now going to take this chiddush, this emes that the Tana brought into the world, and he's going to repack. It as being as being building up this individual's gaiva kimi yachal lizbol the nashik it's atzmo and nevela. Who wants that? His words. He's he no one wants that. Okay, in the physical sense, nobody wants to kiss a carcass. That's true too. But who wants? If we said that a nevela is essentially the outward rotting of something that could have been the, the, towards a potential. It could have been shechted and been eaten by tzaddikim and giving them energy to learn. It could have been an animal. It could have had chias and the nevela is just the rotting carcass with no life left. Who wants that? That's not where they want. This yichud to go, this nashika to go. Kol shekain shenevela toivei menu, and for sure, nevela itself, the nevela at least is, is what it is. A rotten carcass. This guy is going and actively going in the wrong way. The nevela is is is, is better than him. He's worse than a nevela. Vaiter, he says, which makes it clear that he was not only talking about Tanayim, because now he's taking this a step further into that. Like Chazal said, it's brought in the Gemara uh, that Amrav Yehudam Arav that David Hamelach said Aguraba Alcha Oylamim that David Hamelach wanted to live in a Halacha in two worlds Oylam Hazen Oylam Haba Oylamim and it was this idea that uh, David Hamelach said Rebbeinu Shalom he wrote on Shiomu Advar Shmua Mipi Mipi Oylam Hazen that people should continue saying his words and therefore Rabbi Yochanan says name of Rabbi Shimon Yochai called Hamad Chacham Shom and Advar Shmua Mipi Oylam Hazes if soys of Daivavais Bekever. That it's as if his lips are moving even in the grave. Gemara Nivamas. So the Kamosha Amrul Khmen Zakhorn of the Vrachasiv so sayem that it creates this bond as we speak out those words it's as if their lips are moving in the kever but the mechanism through which that works is that their words are being spoken whether they're physically saying them or we're physically saying them but the chius is there the chius is coming out now of our mouth it's the ultimate it's the ultimate shlichus their words and their life is now in the world Yekiva's life force, his chiyus is the Torah that he said, Rabbi Nachman's life force, the chiyus that he said, and that now is, is coming out in the world, just like it was when, when he said it, but it's coming out through us. We, we are totally one. We are becoming a vehicle for their life force. V'zeh b'chinas Vayishak Yaakov l'Rachel. So now we, we we spoke out the difference between these Tamidah Chachamim that are learning Lishma, the ones that are learning for themselves, Yaakov and Lavan, different types of Tamidah Chachamim. The fact that the Lavan Tamidah Chachamim, so to speak, are being roidef and speaking negatively against the Tzadik Tachton, and that the they're chasing the Tzadik Elyon doesn't want them either because the whole attachment point between the two Tzadikim is this Nashikin and this joining, and the way that they learn the words of those who came before them is not. This nashika, the tzaddik Elion doesn't want them. So what ends up happening? The shechina is in galus because there's no makom for the shechina to be shaira. The tzaddik Elion now is, so to speak, also left out to dry because really through his words being spoken, he should be sifsus of dovos bekever. He should be alive now, and yet the people who are speaking his words are not. They're not really speaking his words, so to speak. It's only like uh, the shell of his words, but they're they're not bringing out his chias into the world. Well, not really. It's not his words. You're you're, you're taking uh, you're taking somebody else's words, and it's just it's just becoming to your, towards your own benefit. But in any event, so now we're going to read this into the pnimius of a pasuk. What does it mean? Yaakov kissed Rachel, and he lifted his voice, and he cried. Uh, they want to be buried. What is going on? Rashi. What, what, what are we talking about? He meets her. He's so happy. He's crying. They're not going to be buried together. Is this the time? What, what are we talking about in the panemius of it? Rachel b'chinas tarishabal peh. Rachel will explain is representative of the idea of tarishabal peh. Kiddua shu b'chinas dibur b'chinas shchina. 
Okay, it's Kayadua. Rabbi Nassim brings out this idea that uh, that, that Rachel is representative of the Shechina and Tarzbapah. Okay, we'll take it for granted for now. But why? Because Rachel, what's a Rachel? A Rachel is a sh- A Rachel is a keves, a kivsa. It's a sheep. So the Gemara says, like a sheep before you shear it, the more that you're machadish, as you cut the wool, more wool comes. The Torah is ever giving, it's ever flowing. The more you ask, the more that you learn, the more shilas you have, the more that you answer. It's like I'm sure you've had this 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 idea before. You learn something and it seems simple. You learn it again and it seems complicated. Then you you talk to somebody, it flushes out, and it all makes sense. Then you have a deeper understanding, and then you have more kashas. You're like, well, now that I understand that deeper level, it answered it up so nicely. But how then? How does it work? And it just keeps on coming in and more and more. You enter into one door and you enter into another door. Shakol geizes in upaiskin. Everybody shears and they and they cut off mimena halachas vehem nasim levushim. Now those halachas that a person has. These ideas, what they speak is a. It's it's as if it's going to be. We compare it to wool, but it's his lavush. The it's it's a malbush, a ruchnius malbush in the next world. As a person learns and they learn Torah, that becomes their relationship to what's around them in a certain sense. It, it, it's an, it enclosed them. They are Be'etzim and Neshama, but their Taira creates a interface for them. We'll leave it at that. Moshe Kasev, Kvasim, Lelvushecha, like if it's Pasuk and, and Mishle, Kvasim, like sheep, Lelvushecha, to be your, will be your garments. Although the uh, the, the Gemara Darshan's out, Kvasim, Lelvushecha, that's Dvarim, Shein, Kivshoyne, Shel Eilam. It's talking about things that are Soides and Kabbalah, Dvarim, Nestarim, end up guarding a person and uh, it's Etc. Etc. So it learns out from this pasuk this idea that the Torah and the Sodas are going to end up being a malbush for them. It's going to be ruchniyistic garments. And additionally, another raya k'mosha kasev simla lecha katsin tiyelanu. It's a pasuk in Yeshaya, uh, talking uh, whatever it's talking about. But it says that people will approach somebody who seems to have taira, and they say, "You have the garment of a talmud chacham. You should be our leader." But the point again is, is that it's just a reference to the idea that a person who learns, it's as if it's a, it's it's deemed a garment. It's deemed a lavush. It's deemed a simla. So we see that this idea that we only wanted to make. This connection that Rachel is like Torah Shabbat Peh, that Rachel is like a Levush and Torah is like a Levush, and that, that's what re- Rachel represents. Now let's continue to plug that into a Pasuk. Uksha Adam Kasher, I told you we we're going to get to this point that it's not only a Tzaddik, it's an Adam Kasher. When an Adam Kasher, not only just only a Tzaddik, a total Tzaddik, when a person comes and for the right reasons they learn the Torah of the Tana, they articulate that as Ayatana Noishek Aisai. So now we have this. Tzaddik, this person who has the Taira, there's a Nashika, Vayishak Yaakov. Yaakov is the Tzaddik, Lerachel is the Torah Shabbat Peh, the Tzaddik that originally said Shabbat Peh creates this connection, Vunoyshe Katana, a close bond, Vigoyrem, or the unification, Vigoyrem, because again, a kiss is not just two people connecting, it's this like intermingling of the Ruach of the Bread, the way that we see it in the physical sense, but the idea that we said is that the Ruach, Beruach, Vigoyrem Taina Godel Hatana, it causes a, a Tanug. Now, what's the tremendous Tanug? A Tana learns Torah uh, in Shemayim, when we, uh, Tzaddik learns Torah uh, in Shemayim, but that's really just a, a, a to- total pleasure. They don't have the ability to grow further necessarily through Torah. It's not in terms of being, being an effort. They're not giving up a Sunday morning to come sit and learn. But our Kaddish Baruch Hu gives them a gift. There's a Tanug that when somebody else learns their Torah, they can continue to grow, right? They learn the shame them. When we learn the Tana's Torah, they're continuing to advance, even it gives them an opportunity. That causes a tremendous Tanug to the Tamil Chacham even though, yes, they have, for their own sake, they can continue to learn and have this revelation of Hashem and whatever whatever heavenly Olam Habadik away. But when we learn their Torah, that gives them a little, sending, sending a little gift package. It, it, it comes out and it's brought out. And Sifso saying Dovavos Bekever, even now, Kamosha Amro, Sifsos of Dovavos Bekever, Vachulu, Vizebachinus Vayishak Yaakov, Yaakov is the, uh, oh, sorry, what was it? Vayishak Yaakov is the Tana, and the, so the Tzadik is a Bechina of Yaakov, the Tzadik Elyon, Lerachel, he had Torah Shabbat What's this original, the first step in the joining, is that the, the embodiment of the Torah Shabbat is coming out through the Tzadik Elyon, Shanishak Vidibek Esrucho, that his Chios is coming, Beruach HaKodesh Shabbat 
Rishayna, which is the which is the Torah Shabbat itself. This is a Bechina of the Neshika Rishayna, which is at the time of the Chiddush itself when the Tana goes and speaks out and uh, and speaks out words of Tyra. Vayef, what is what is he crying about? What's the Yaakov crying? What is the Tzadik Elyon crying about? Because how is the Torah Shabbat going to be here after after he's Nifter, right? Bekfura, when other people learn it. What happens if the other people don't learn it? Only the Talmidei Chacham, the Lavan, learns it. So then it's not going to be Sifsos of Dovas Bekever. So now there's not going to be. So he says, Vayev Safabruch Kedish Aloisha Haitzimi Piv Vahechnes Pesochatorish about Pa. That he saw Baruch Hakodesh that the Shahosim of Hechlan Torah Shabbat that were his words that are the Torah Shabbat Pa. The Rasha Begolus Hazeh. He saw that so many of the people that are going to end up learning the Torah are not going to be able to affect this neshikim, this yichud, this continued growth, this bring the shechin into the world, this continued uh, the tzaddik still being alive, the sifs of dovos bekever in a continued way. And therefore, it's not going to bring that the chiyus is going to be there into the kfur that it's going to be sifsos of dovos. This is what he was crying about, the state of affairs, that it's not going to be that the life is going to continue to light him up even after death. It's not going to work. That's what it means, that that, that is going to be gullus, that the rachel, the Torah Shabbat Peh, is not going to be, is not going to be uh, in the kfura with the tzaddik because it's not going to be sifsos of dovos bekever. It's not going to be able to keep him alive. A second problem, a second problem, which I don't know if you could say a lesser problem, but at times a person... It could be that the Gemara even says that if a person is a, or Maimon mentioned this Gemara also, that if a person is, is a Talmud Muvak by somebody, so then we assume that everything they say is coming from the Rebbe, it could be they don't have to quote him every time, but be that as it may, the person says a Chiddush, and he doesn't quote who the Chiddush is from, yeah, and then what happens is, is that we know the Gemara tells us that it's coming from <laughs> Esther, that really, uh, Mordechai really wanted Esther to be able to, uh, to get kudos and credit from Ahasuerus to really give over the news that, uh, that by they, they were planning on killing the king. And said, and she gave it over Mordechai's name, and we learned that that's what precipitated the, the Geula, that's the, the, when she said, Mordechai. But what happens is, a person says something, and they don't say it over in the name of where it came from. Also, even if it's for the the right reason, so to speak, but that also is not going to keep that original tzaddik alive. That also is not going to affect this sifsos of dovavos bekever. So these two problems he's mentioning almost as a secondary thing, always to quote the person. Um, it brings over parentheses. I think in that sense, but the, the the it says in um, says in the you should learn the Shulchan Aruch and Be'er Gaila. If you ever look on the side of a Mishnah Buru, also there's a little thing called Be'er Gaila, and it's just sort of this like little reference thing. Every you know, I, myself also, you know, sometimes you learn a more contemporary sefer, and it's it's good. It has more contemporary halachas, and Shulchan Aruch is both easier and harder depending where you're coming from because the Shulchan is really speaking lahalacha the cases in the Gemara itself. It's it, it, it's bringing in the form of raisins and grapes that were put aside in terms of hilchas muktzah. It's it's bringing the Gemara. So the in certain ways it might not be as accessible, but in certain ways it's taking these sugyas and it's bringing them home. It's speaking in those it's bringing in those terms. And the beragayla on the side of the shulchan aruch has little footnotes that said this is coming from Rava, this is coming from Abai, this is coming from the mission over there, this is coming from the Gemara. And he says you should learn shulchan you should mention the Beragayla because that builds the tzaddik back into the halacha that you're that, that you're mentioning. So it's not stam. I'll just just a couple more minutes just to drop Viter, small one more small paragraph to finish up Bayes. So moving on to Bayes, now we're going to explain how the Divrei of the Tana uh, does not cause. We said that there's this underlying question: if Torah changes a person, so why doesn't it bring him around? Or actually, the Likutei Alachas builds this into Moshe's question: Maduelo Yiver Hasna. If the thorns are there, so when they there, there's the fire. Why is the fire not affecting the thorns? I'll have to speak out what Hashem's answer is. What happened to the Kayach of Tyra? Well, you're watering thorns, and the thorns, uh, you could say, and the thorns grow more thorns, more weeds. But what the Torah is ash, the Torah is fire. They're speaking out MS. Why aren't they burnt away by the MS until they're left with, with truth? 
How is it that he's not affected? The answer, Yaakov said, I am the father of your brother, and I am the son of Rivka. And she ran. That's the end of the Pasuk. The Tzadik, the Torah is raw energy. It's Ratzon Hashem. But he says, It's spoken in a way that these are the building blocks. If you relate to it as MS, a person, did you ever see math tricks where if you go like step A, step B, step D, step E, you know, and you go one after another, I can prove to you that like 0.9 equals one. You know, there's certain, if you Google them, there's a lot of like math tricks like that where at each individual stage, you're talking about the truth and therefore you prove something that's that, that's obviously false. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's a way to take the pieces and misrepresent the, the Torah is there and if you look at it with the right eye and you understand what you're looking at and you're not trying to relate to it in the wrong way, then it will give you MS and you'll get to the right place. But the Torah itself has this inherent kayak that it's there's the ability for people that want to look through a subjective lens, a, a, a different, a, a shaded lens, that they will be able to use it and see the wrong things. It's inherent in the kayak of what's there. Vizet, that's what it says. Vayagid Yaakov. What does the tzaddik say to Rachel to Shereshvel What does Rashi say? Bramos, meaning that if Lavan wants to relate to the to the Torah in a different way, then he will be able to also. Says Yaakov. Says says the tzaddik. Right. He says that you can go both ways. and I'm also Ben Rivka. It's inherent in what it is. It's inherent in what's there. You can have both. It's not. It's not stam that or that if you're exposed to it, it's gonna go the right way. Yes, loylishma balishma. We speak where a person knows that I ultimately want to go in the right direction. The problem is, is that I don't have the day-to-day motivation. So I know if I have a little bit of a covet, I have a little bit whatever it is, that will give me the inter motivation. But I know that when. Victor Miller says, you know, I, if you need three horses to pull you up the mountain named Covered, Covered, and Covered, and I know that once I get up the mountain, I'll look back at the view and know that I was an idiot, that I needed anything to pull me up there. I'll look back down, and if I would have known it, I would have run up by myself. Really, I'm learning Lishma. I want the right reason, but I need the Lishma to pull me up there. Then Lishma Balishma. But where I'm using it for the negative purpose, that's a separate That's a separate thing. V'loi Oid. V'taratz V'tagedli. We spoke about that in the Alishar also. V'loi Oid. She ran to tell her father. It's faster, it's easier. It's the Pasuk in Mishlei. I am Chachma, and I dwell with Arma. But this Arma, this like wisdom, could be, it's, it's there to be used. It could be applied. It could be applied. It's a, it, almost as a, it could be towards like being a tool. You can either use it towards one way or it could be uh, used differently. He now has this wisdom. He has this fire. He has this raw energy. And the question is how it can be applied. It could be this MS that he's going to see and relate to an Adam Kimemis B'Ayel or it could be used towards his own, his own ambitions. What does it mean? Who is her father? Lavan. That, that, that she was telling Lavan, and he was going to relate to it. the Torah was just going to be used towards his own goals. If a person is using it towards his own, it's easier. A person has to consciously, or at least certainly not consciously the wrong way. A person has to consciously relate to Torah and then they will have a tremendous amount of siyat Now it's also interesting because since the Torah, we could say it almost differently, since the Torah is divine wisdom, you know, we see a cow, shoshanach, a sapara. Since the Torah is divine wisdom, a human being can relate to divine wisdom. So what we do is we say we're able to, willing to put our own our, our own self aside. We want to attach to our Kaddish Baruch Hu, and then Hashem will open us up and give us siyata d'shmaya, haba letaram, nesayinaisai. Then our Kaddish Baruch Hu give us siyata d'shmaya to become godly and relate to that. But if we're relating to Torah, he doesn't say it exactly like this. This is my own take a little bit. If a person is relating to Torah in a, in a, in a human sense, I'm just plugging it into myself, 
itself. So then I don't need extra siyata dishmaya for that. Then it's just going to plug into the, the, my own garbage that I'm already there, and it, it'll just be a natural downward progression. So if a person wants to become godly, they need siyata dishmaya because the Torah is outside of who they are. They have to plug into it. it it's more than them, right? But if, if they just want to learn the Torah like another body of knowledge that they can use towards their own initiative, so then they don't need extra siyata dishmaya. That's just going to be there. And therefore, it's easier if a person is doing it for the wrong reasons. It's, it's a more, unfortunately, natural type of a thing. Right? That's why, you know, he mentions over here the idea that, that I was saying. It says that the time of the Chorban, In other words, Halavai, that even if they're doing Averis, but they would have continued to learn Tyra. Everybody does Averis. But that, 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 that's whether he learns into the Medrash on the bottom over here that, that I, we said that the Tyra would have brought them back. That's only because, okay, so they were doing Averis, but they really, that's a, their heart was in the right place. The Torah would have ultimately brought them back. But where your heart's in the wrong place, then that's not going to work that way. Like we just explained, just open for him. And it'll be easier for him, easy for him to end up sinking into the wrong direction. So then we have the Aleph and Bays we just did, and then next week, as Hashem, on time, we will go into. Uh, in, into Gimel further down this path, so really laying grain or groundwork, we, we have not, uh, again, as we flesh out each piece, then we'll bring it back together and make it as practical as we can, but certainly we have a lot of hisairus towards approaching Torah in the right way with hachanas and speaking it out, and a little bit of an understanding, how could it be so many people getting into this, how could it be that so many people are learning for the uh, right reasons. I, oh, I just want to uh, I want to mention one note, which was very very important. If I could find it, yeah, I want uh, very very important. He says, um, that, "That's pagam." I mentioned it, but I'm going to read it for a second. Uh, that a, uh, he just mentioned over here that the Talmud Chacham that's pagam is learning for the wrong reasons. But he said, "Don't confuse it with what we learned before in uh, in the earlier Tyra." About uh, about uh, that, that a person who relates to tzaddikim that are mamish l'shem shemayim and they read that as being well when I fight it's for my own end so when I see other people fighting I assume they're selfish so it must be that they're also they're also fighting when he says there tzaddikim gemurim that the world trembles before that were chaylek on chasidus and he like the gra so he says that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about a different geder of people that seem to be learning who are attacking tzaddik. That's not what we're talking about. And there was a Misa and Siach Sarfei Kodesh where uh, Rabbeinu, Rabbi Nachman, said to Rabbi Nassan that your father-in-law is a tzaddik. His chisarin is that he doesn't agree with chasidus. Uh, he says, He'll get a small patch, but he still defined him as being a tzaddik. So we have to understand that this does not apply every time there's a disagreement between people that are that, that are on a certain level. We have to understand, but we're understanding the, the guts of it a little bit. Okay, shukar.